I'm Ben Silverio. And I'm Ansel Birch. And it's time, time to party! We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. This episode was recorded on January 15th, 2024. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Kind of. Ugh. Yeah, man. What a. I mean, life, it's still the new guys. year. Life. It is. It is still the new year. That's it still right. counts. Should we should we start saying Happy New Year in like March? I think so. Yeah. Like you know, if you're seeing someone year. for the first po- first time in a while. Sure. <laughs> well, and hey, it's it's a new year since last January fifteenth. So it's I true. think that's that's worth celebrating. I agree. In and of itself. And you know what else? This is the start of our fourth year. Technically. 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 We did start partway through our first year, but yeah. Oh, oh no, true. no, because we, we started loading in January of that year. So yeah, this is our fourth year of lo- of uploads. Wow. Look at us doing stuff. Who would have thought? Know. Time just keeps on ticking. Time, you say? Ah! <laughs> what, what time is it, Ben? Well, Ansel, I'm glad you asked, because it's time to party. Woo! Thank you for tuning Woo! in, folks, fellow time travelers, party That's people. Right. We're we so glad to have you. At a rate of one second per second. In in theory. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, like what? like the like the classic bring it on. <laughs> just, just like that. Just just that's what I was just thinking. I was like, man, how much like bring it on is this? Well, uh, in Chicago, it's pretty cold, right? So it is. There must be some Tauros in the atmosphere. There must be some Tauros in the atmosphere. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's why the jet stream is doing what it's doing right now. It's that oh sure Tauros. You you know where where you don't have to deal with that? California, Southern California. Yeah, <laughs> how how those mudslides? Oh yeah, well wildfires. <laughs> Uh, it's actually, I mean, like, it's not cold, cold, but like people here are wearing jackets. Oh, yes. Currently it is 56 degrees where I am right now. I, I remember with great love, my grandparents who lived in Orange County every year, every year wanting to get in on the, how cold it is conversation, uh, in the winter and they'd be, Oh, it's so cold here. Yeah, man, we. You know, Grandpapa had to get out his big winter jacket, and it's it was it got down to fifty four. Meanwhile, <laughs> we're like in the middle of nowhere in Ohio, with the wind blowing across the desiccated cornfields, negative nine or whatever. And we're like, yeah, fifty six. <laughs> oh, that is that is chilly, Grandmama. Yeah, I'm so I'm glad you're glad you're staying warm. Well, you know what was nice, though? I did have to dig out my winter coat to come see you folks over there in the Midwest. It was so wonderful to get to see you. Surprise! Yeah! (laughs) It's a good surprise. Oh, I thought so. I enjoyed it, even though I was freezing my ass off again. Yep, that's it. Apparently you missed it. Oh, that's That's, true. The worst of it came later. (laughs) (laughs) Party people, this month we are dissecting and uh institutionalizing 
I tried to quote the movie and it didn't work. Um, yeah, we're looking at uh, the 2014 classic Edge of Tomorrow, uh, starring Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, um, directed by Doug Lyman, uh, written by Christopher McQuarrie. Like, basically, it's just like big old blockbuster movie up in here mm-hmm. this month. I I do wonder if this wasn't Tom Cruise going, yeah, I could do, I could do sci-fi, right? Because uh, this was about the same time he did War of the Worlds, wasn't it? Oh, right. Which Hulu I think War of the Worlds was, was a few years me. before, but was it okay? Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the conversation that Tom Cruise had exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's 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 hanging out with his team, and he's just like, hey. I could do sci-fi. <laughs> why do I never do anything with aliens in it? I don't know but why you know, that was my Tom Cruise voice, but no, that's good. I think that's accurate <laughs> um, for a man of his stature. The the Thetans asked him about it. He was like, "You know what? You're right. You're not getting enough representation." <laughs> yes, uh, but before we get into our thoughts and feelings and critiques of Edge of Tomorrow, uh, as we typically do on this podcast, we are going to give you some rules for drinking and smoking and uh, all around merriment so that you have a good reason to revisit uh, this sci-fi blockbuster. Yeah, I think this is a good candidate for a drinking game. Um, whether you've seen it before or not, it's, I feel like it's on like matrix one level confusion, uh, for, for the average viewer, like there's enough to keep you going. Oh, is that how that works now? Oh, okay. I guess I'm, I guess I'm following. Um, whereas if you were not. Uh, if you're if you're less if you're a less casual viewer if you're more of a nerd more of a sci-fi dork like us uh, it's very easy to follow so it's a good one to be a little bit inebriated or intoxicated on it is also one that was incredibly easy to pick drinking and smoking rules for because so many oh, things yeah? happen over and over again so it's like really you could just like pick a word or a character and like then each one has so many rules uh i did limit myself to five but you know oh good i could have kept going i i thought about doing that and i was like oh no that'll kill people so i'm glad oh yeah glad you did some of those so there are some still in there yeah because like uh every time i I think we've done this one before but every time you see a gunshot oh god (laughs) yeah that would be too much constant waterfall for every so much Honestly, you could just continuously drink throughout this movie due to the state of war uh, that clearly hasn't changed in 10 years. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, In fact, it's probably gotten worse. (laughs) Ceasefire and shit. Do it. Yeah, here's hoping by the time our audience is hearing this in a few weeks that things have calmed down a little bit but i oh man wouldn't that be nice (laughs) doubt it there have been plenty of instances on this podcast where it's been like oh yeah by the time the listeners are hearing this that might not be the case anymore (laughs) and usually it still is 
so far our hopeful wishes have not come through so whatever that magic power is to manifest this isn't the show for it we haven't got that i don't know unfortunately try, try <laughs> hello from the magic tavern or something i know right <laughs> well um to to start the party uh i think the most obvious rule is to drink every time there's a reset like every time we see a reset that take is a, a good take a drink. yeah that is a good first rule i thought about that one as well that's a sip that's definitely a sip. Oh, yeah, because it uh, happens a lot. Because uh, otherwise you're going to go through your entire six-pack and then a few more uh, easily by the time the movie ends. That's especially in the beginning. You'll be you'll be oh, yeah. rip-roaring by the first, <laughs> you know, what, half hour of the film. It's true. Um, but I did have a similar one. Uh my first rule was to take a shot for every new alien type that you see. Oh, uh, okay. So we, we get the, the first kind of alien that he runs into, and then shortly after, there's there's a, a new kind. You mean Brendan Gleeson? Uh, I don't mean Brendan Gleeson. Oh, okay. Although I do... Spoilers, I do have a rule for Brendan Gleeson. So do I. <laughs> oh, good. I think we probably have the same rule for Brendan Gleeson. Um, but yeah... Uh, and then there's a there's another alien towards the end that you you get a third one. So three, I feel like three shots in two and in, in t- just under two hours is uh, that's reasonable. Uh, that along is with reasonable. Any other, any other drink rules that you might do? Yeah. Um, my next rule was actually going to be a shot rule, um, just because of the nature of the wording that I chose. But mm-hmm. it happens too much uh, for it to be a shot rule. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i forgot how much this actually happens so take a drink every time rita shoots cage to force a reset oh i have that same rule <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> yep every time emily blunt just straight up shoots tom cruise in the head <laughs> yeah no 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 my leg is fine my leg is fine Bang. i'm gonna be fine oh <laughs> <laughs> I was reading an interview where someone called it like wily coyote levels of pain for Tom Cruise's character <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Just um, uh funnier and funnier ways to die for it, Major well, Cage. And, then, and once you learn that that's the thing, like it, it it is enjoyable to watch him sort of like eat it in a couple different ways for a few minutes. Oh, sure. I think they take a take good use of that opportunity. Um, all right. Well, since since you uh, since you took my uh, Emily Blunt uh, rule, I will I will give you anytime Cage finishes someone's sentence. Oh, take a drink. That is a good one. That happens a lot with J Squad. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the what? Not the lieutenant. Um, the Sergeant? major sergeant. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Farrell. Mm-hmm. Um, take a hit for oh, the move because it takes so many hits in this movie. Man, does it? It is. It is very kind of aliens to keep going after our landmark buildings to make the movies more dramatic. I know, right? But also, you know, my favorite fun fact about the Louvre is that it's basically a mall with a mm-hmm. food court with yep. precious art in the basement. <laughs> I do think it's very interesting that the the stakes of it being the Louvre could have been like way overblown in the scripting of this, you know, like, ah, 
the aliens are coming after what truly makes us human, our art. Uh, you know, like we really could have, have driven that uh, maybe even a little too much. Uh, and instead they went the opposite direction and like did not acknowledge what that building means. Just that it is a building that we all go, oh yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing. Oh yeah, the, the one with the pyramid and it's not parking lot. Hey, that move, uh, that that thing from Eurotrip. Yeah, <laughs> haven't I seen Tom Cruise blow that building up before? <laughs> he just loves the Louvre. I mean, I think he keeps filming so he can get like free passes to go in. It's a very pretty building. Sure. I'm sad to I'm sad to say I've never been inside it. Oh. Yeah, I mean it's cool. <laughs> I managed to go on a Tuesday, and they're not open on Tuesdays. Ah, whoops! What a random day for a museum to be closed. A lot of things are closed on Tuesdays in Europe and the UK. Are they? I guess I never mm-hmm. noticed. Yep. Well, I can tell you the pubs weren't closed. Oh yeah, no, the pubs don't close. Yeah. No. <laughs> but like we Tuesday is the pubs. one. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Tuesday is the one do they day they don't do the changing of the guards as well. They do a different oh. ceremony. Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess I never realized that. Yeah. Uh, so if I should you're look like into me, that to see <laughs> to see what yes. else is closed on Tuesdays. <laughs> I think there national was something landmarks that are closed on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah, there's something at the tower they didn't do on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, the Louvre wasn't open on a Tuesday. I feel like there was another thing. Ansel, you got to stop doing stuff on Tuesdays. I got to stop doing stuff on Tuesdays. Yeah, that's clearly. <laughs> I I had a. a this is total tangent, but I had terrible luck when I was doing my little tour uh, during my spring break from oh no. studying abroad in the UK, because a lot of things don't open until after Easter. Oh, and Easter was a week and a half into my little tour. Gotcha. So the whole first week while I was going around the UK, I kept going to big landmarks around you know these towns and people would be like oh yeah well you know they don't really open up the visitor center in town even until after easter and i was like but that's two weeks from now what no (laughs) oh that's the nice thing is that yeah the nice thing is a lot of them were like but you know but terry down the road can let you in or you know whatever oh that's good um so you still get like to see things you just don't get the the full experience if you go mm. before Easter. Uh, so pro tip, check when things open before you book your, <laughs> your travel. That probably is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is a good idea? What's that? Uh, the, the next rule that I believe you and I Ooh, probably good. share. Do you want to say it together? Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Shot, Shot for, for Brendan out Gleason. Of Gleason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were not good at that. <laughs> He's such an incredible actor. And I, it, it is unfortunate that his character is so like one dimensional in this. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's still just cool to see him on screen. Absolutely. I mean, like his storied career has oh, some right? of the most incredible parts in it. I mean, like what? in Bruges. Uh, more, yeah. more recently with uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, that was the one I was going to bring up. Yeah. What a oh, wha- freaking powerhouse. What a freaking movie. That movie made me so sad. <laughs> with good reason. I think that was its purpose. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
but like you know people many people know him from harry potter Mm -hmm. like he's he's just done so so much stuff i didn't realize that he was also a director oh i didn't realize that either yeah i mean he's only directed one thing that he's got credit for on like imdb Uh um but uh but i mean it is it is specifically mentioned that he's like Brendan Gleeson, actor and director. Oh, okay, cool. I also have to mention um, Gangs of New York because he's phenomenal in that movie. Oh, sure. I don't know why I like that movie so much. I mean, it might be Daniel Day-Lewis, but like <laughs> everybody really in that movie it's, is phenomenal. That movie is all about vibes. I think if sure. you if you broke it down the the plot of gangs of new york is like super meh but all the pieces including the cast are all top notch like the set design is gorgeous the props and uh, costumes are incredible the acting is all really solid the cast is incredible the only thing that isn't amazing about that movie is sort of like the the totality of it i thought you were going to say cameron diaz's irish accent Oh, well, yeah, there, there's that. <laughs> but she does her best. <laughs> she, she, she sure does. She sure does. She doesn't do anybody else's best, but she no. does her best. Who's worse, <laughs> uh, Cameron Diaz in Gangs of New York or Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins? Oh, Dick Van Dyke, easily. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke every time. Every but, time, Dick Van Dyke. But we love Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke's incredible. And and d- the thing that makes me so confident and comfortable saying that is that Dick Van Dyke himself would say the same thing. Oh, 100%. Oh, man. Well, now that the party has started for the year, uh, party people, you know, now you have a lot of good reason to check out Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, and then after you do, you can come back for the next episode, which uh, we'll be talking about the movie in depth and spoilery and all that good stuff. That's right. Yeah, so until then, you can find us on the internet. I'm at bsilverio20 on Instagram and Twitter and Blue Sky and Threads. I'm at the Indecisionist on all those same uh, things, except for Twitter, where I am just Indecisionist, uh, although I haven't posted on Twitter in a while. So, you know, follow me there for for vibes, I guess. Yeah, Um, you know, or at least until it uh, sinks. Until... (laughs) Until it falls into the sea. Yes. Yeah, basically. Um, you can join the conversation by using the hashtag time to party. That's time the number two party. And time the number two party, all spelled out. Thanks to Warwick. This has been an Indecisionist production. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longit of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. Yes, we love it. We love them. They're amazing. And so, party people, uh, while you prepare to live, die, and repeat, next time with more Edge of Tomorrow, I want you to remember to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! I don't know why that was the song, but... <laughs> <laughs>